Hi, everyone. So when I started this podcast and started planning for it, you know, I wanted to have people's stories. I wanted to have a local pastor. But then also I knew that there would be times where I just would want to share from my heart a little bit. You know, in the first episode, when I talked about my journey to getting here, I shared that I have a Facebook group for women and I created that back in 2019. And for a solid year straight, I would share little devotional things. Um, You know, I would read in the morning in my quiet time and I would just share a little thought or word of encouragement or something almost every single day. And since then, it's kind of been hit or miss just as I feel like the Lord gives me something or as I have time to do it or, you know, all of the above. Um, But I really love doing that. I love throwing things out there. I love getting discussion and hearing what other people think about different verses. And I just I love that so much. Um, But I also just really love encouraging people through the word, too. And so I wanted to make sure that I set time, you know, during my podcast to be able to do that here and there sometimes too. And so I had started to plan for this week and um, even going into this week, I felt like it was supposed to be one of those times where I was supposed to share. And I kept kind of just putting it off and putting it off because I was like, no, that's awkward to sit and just talk into a microphone and and share and then put it out there. It's one thing to put it out for like a Facebook group. It's another thing to put it out for everybody to hear. And so I really doubted myself and I fought with it all week long. And um, I had two podcast recordings to do. And literally throughout the week, both of them kind of just didn't work out for one reason or another. And so it's now Wednesday, the day before the podcast is released. And so last night, Tuesday night, um, I found out that the second recording, which I was supposed to do today, um, had fallen through and I started scrambling and I was like, well, I have to interview somebody. And I started freaking out and frantically trying to think of who I could ask last minute, who was going to have the time, who was going to have the availability that matched my availability, you know, all of the things. But even so, in the back of my mind, I just kept feeling the Lord say, just stop, just stop. You're not going to do this. And my husband said the same thing. He said, babe, you know, why don't you just share? Why don't you share something? And I, you know, blocked him out and was like, no, 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 I'll find somebody. And I did. I found a sweet friend who was like, absolutely, I will do it. We can get together. And then I woke up this morning with just such a feeling of no, a strong no from the Lord. And not that our conversation wouldn't be good, not that he wouldn't bless it, not that he wouldn't honor it, but just stop, stop trying to conjure something up and make something happen and just be obedient and listen. I have given you something to say. I have given you something to share. So stop doubting and just do it. So that's what I'm doing. I called my friend and explained everything to her. And, um, you know, first of all, I like to be fully prepared. I like to know exactly, you know, what we're going to be talking about and and have an idea going into it and have a plan. But also I just kept feeling no, like I knew last week, honestly, that 
a podcast recording for this week wasn't going to work out. I knew it, but I just kept stuffing it down and was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's going to work. And so then when everything kept kind of falling apart or seemingly falling apart, I just was shocked, but also not shocked. And so anyways, there is my introduction. Um, So for today, I am going to share a little something with you that I feel like the Lord has put on my heart. Um, And I hope and I pray that it is encouraging to you. I hope and I pray that it is something that um, gives you hope today, gives you some encouragement today, and points you to Jesus a little bit more. um, And that if you are somebody who does not know him, I hope that it encourages you to want to know him. And if you do know him and you do follow him, then I just pray that it points you more to him and leads you deeper into a relationship with him. So um, grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair or whatever you do when you drink your coffee and join me, um, your host, Alana Beverly, for episode six of Pour It Out with Alana Beverly. Okay, so for the past few weeks, maybe month, I don't know, Um, I've just kind of had this word and this feeling and all of the things just kind of floating around in my head and in my heart. And I actually jumped on Facebook um, in my my women's group and shared a little bit of this thought last week um, because it was just so strong on my heart. And so I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into that. So if you're in the Facebook group, then you have already heard part of this, but um, it's going to be a little bit deeper Um, I have just felt like, you know, the enemy has specific tactics that he uses to attack and, um, they come in all sorts of different ways and he attacks people differently, you know, based on what your weaknesses are. Um, but then there are times where it's kind of like the big corporate thing where everybody's kind of feeling the same kind of thing. And, um, I have felt that lately. Like I have felt like there are just a few areas that he's being really specific, but very corporate where it's just everybody that I talk to, it's kind of the same kind of issues that are going around and and just are hard. And so a few, there's a few of them. And one of, I'm going to just talk about one of them today, but one of them is just the area of feeling like this heaviness and a weariness where it just seems like it's been one thing after another, after another, after another, and just weary. I'm weary. Um, you know, people close to me are weary. Like just anybody I talk to, it's just this overwhelming, like, yeah, man, I've just been so tired. I just feel so drained. I feel so overwhelmed. There's so much going on. It's just, you know, it's constant. And so I just kind of want to talk about that today. Um, and it's not a, you know, uh, necessarily everything all at me, but it's just the people that I'm around my circle, my, my sphere of influence, where it just seems like as I look around, it's been one thing after another, after another, and it has felt really heavy. And if you're like me, and you love hard and you love your people well and hard, then it's like you take on, you know, if they're hurting, you take on some of that hurt. And if they're struggling, you take on that. And it just gets heavy after a while. And it's not a, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not, this is not a sympathy podcast or anything at all. It's just, 
it's something that I have personally felt, but I've also seen it and heard it from the people close to me. Um, you know, we're in year two of this pandemic. Um, that still is a thing. It's still going on. There's still people that, you know, are dying from it and are hurting from it and suffering from it. And so, you know, we're in year two of it and it's hard and we've got, you know, division and tensions where, you know, people believe one thing and don't believe another thing and it's ripping relationships apart and that's hard and it's heavy. And, you know, we're going on, you know, a lifetime of it for sure, but especially even more so the last two years, like this last two years have just been heavy and overwhelming in some ways. And so you've got that. And then you've got like the natural things like the hurricanes and, you know, people losing homes and tornadoes and floods. And it just seems like all the time there's these natural disasters and people needing help. And, you know, and then there's, you know, this whole new thing with all of the school violence and, um, bomb threats and gun scares and just all the things, all of the things. And then you add in just the personal things that day to day that you or your friends or your family go through and sickness and losing people that you love and just hard times with, um, within families and within friend groups and, you know, all of that. And then you just add on just day to day life, work, school, doing laundry, doing all the dishes, planning out meals, you know, taking care of kids, taking care of your husband or wife or whatever. And there's just, man, it just is like overwhelming. So anyways, um, but in the midst of it, you got to keep going. You got to keep moving forward. And it's just learning to trust the Lord in the heaviness, in the waiting, in the weariness of it all. Because if you don't, um, you're going to get bogged down and it's going to take you out. The enemy is going to take you out with it. And so um, there are some things that I've just really learned, especially over these past few months. And I wanted to share them with you. I am no expert. I don't claim to be an expert and I do not claim to be perfect. You can ask my husband, you can ask my kids, you can ask the people closest to me. I am nowhere near perfect. Um, I don't have any of this perfected, but these are just a few things that I have found that have really um, just really transformed some things for me, especially over these past few months where it just seems like it's kind of been one heavy thing after another, after another. And so, um, you know, because like I said, it's just, it's a lot. And so, um, there are just a few things, um, some scriptures that I wanted to share with you. And the first is, um, making sure that, you know, that every day is filled with new mercies. There's a scripture that I love. It's in Lamentations chapter three, verses 21 and 22, um, and it says, yet I still dare to hope when I remember this, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercy, his mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning. I love that. You know, we talk about that scripture a lot of how great is his faithfulness. His mercies are new every day. But I love the first part of it where it says, yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. We can still hope because every day is filled with new mercies and new opportunities and new 
ways for the Lord to shower his love and his grace and his mercy on us. And I'm just, each night when I go to bed, I go to bed knowing that like it doesn't have to carry over because each day is like a new slate. It's filled with new mercies and new opportunities. Is it also filled with new frustrations and new um, hard things and new hurts and new disappointments? Yeah, but why focus on that? Let's focus on the good. You know that when you go to bed at night, you're going to wake up. It's a new day with new mercies. I love the morning time because nothing's happened yet. You get to get out of bed and just thank the Lord for a new day. And then you get to have a cup of coffee and just soak in his promises. And it's amazing. I love the morning time. And he is so, so faithful and he's just so good. And so, you know, when you wake up each day, just know like you're walking into a new day with a fresh slate. It's like, I picture this, like going into a school um, at the end of the day, back when I was in school, like you would go at the end of the day and um, I can remember being in elementary and we would all have jobs. And one of the jobs was to erase the chalkboard at the end of the day. And it was like, we could do all the work up on the chalkboard, but then at the end of the day, we would wipe it all down. We would erase it and then we would wash it off. And that's kind of what I picture in my mind when I think of a new day with new opportunities and new mercies. Each morning, it's new. Um, and there is a scripture. There's a few scriptures I want to read. One is in Romans chapter five, verses um, three through five. And I'm going to read this out of the Passion Translation because I love how it reads in that. Um, it says, even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence, knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance and patient endurance will refine our character and proven character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. And I just love that because, you know, yeah, we experience hard times, but in that it produces in us the things that we need. It produces endurance. It produces a steadfastness, a patient endurance. It produces in us character. And then that character leads us back to hope. And hope is what we have to stand on. And even if you're if you're in a situation where you're like, I just don't even know what I have hope in, even if at the end of the day, the only thing that you have hope in is heaven and, and, and knowing that you get to spend eternity in heaven with Jesus, man, if you really think about that and you really steady your heart and your mind on that, it fills you with such expectancy and excitement and hope. There's a lot there. There's so much just in that truth alone. And so, you know, we have hope. We have a hope that sustains us and strengthens us no matter what we walk through. Um, and the Bible talks a lot about um, just sowing and reaping. And one of the things, you know, where I said um, that I feel like there's just this overwhelming weariness where it's like every day is like, you know, it's just hard and it's full of heavy things and, and just being weary, you know, but there's a scripture in Galatians that says, don't grow weary and well-doing for in time you'll reap a harvest if you don't give up. And so many times I think we use that scripture for people in ministry or in leadership and say, don't grow weary and well-doing because the harvest is coming. And 
you know, all of that. And it's true and it's good. But also I think it's don't grow weary in while doing in, in the day-to-day things. Don't grow weary in, because the harvest is going to come. A harvest looks a lot of different things. It looks like, you know, yeah, it looks financially or it looks, you know, provision or it looks whatever, but it's also an abundance and a you'll reap the harvest of joy and of peace and of hope and of love and of patience and of all of those things. If you don't give up, you know, if you keep fighting and you keep seeking the Lord and getting in his presence, like he'll fill you with all of that stuff. Um, so don't grow weary in it. And then there's a scripture also in Psalm 126 verse five that says those who sow in tears will reap with shouts of joy. And so it's like, you know, we don't grow weary for in time, you're going to reap a harvest. And even now in this season, if you're sowing with tears and you're sowing with, you know, tears of grief or tears of disappointment or tears of frustration, it doesn't matter what your tears are. If you're sowing in them, he promises, you know, they'll reap with shouts of joy. So just know that he is a faithful God who keeps his promises and he's going to um, honor those promises. So regardless of how heavy or weary things may feel or that you may feel, and you may feel like, but I just cry every day. Well, know that he's sowing your tears and that you're going to reap with shouts of joy. And so, you know, be confident in that and stand firm in that. Um, he really is just so, so faithful. this podcast really quick to tell you about a few partnerships that I have with some downtown businesses here in Chillicothe. The first one is from Sweet William Bossom Boutique. They have the absolute best chocolate covered strawberries in the whole entire world. If you have not had them, run down there and get them. They have other gourmet treats. They have charcuterie boards. They have lots of things. They also have the most beautiful flowers. And so I get the honor and the privilege of having their flowers on my dining room table for each conversation that I have with a friend. And it just really sets the atmosphere in here. And I'm so, so thankful. Guys, they are located at 90 West 2nd Street. If you have not been there, go there. Check them out. They are absolutely amazing. My other one is Roast Coffee. It is located at 107 East 2nd Street in the Fort Collective. They have the best coffee, hands down, best drinks that you will find here in Chilla Coffee. And each week when I sit down with a friend, as we pour it out over coffee, we will be pouring it out over Roast Coffee. And so we're really excited to have that partnership. Um, Both of these places are located in our beautiful downtown. Go check them out. You can look them up and follow them on social media and just make sure that you let them know that Elena sent you. Okay, so I'm a practical person. I want to know tools. I want to know, you know, how, what are some good, you know, tips and things on how to, you know, you say, okay, Elena, you're telling me don't grow weary and well doing because in time I'm going to reap a harvest. If I don't give up, what does that look like? How do I not grow weary? Because I am weary and I am tired. And I think part of it is first of all, knowing the why, why is the enemy attacking with the weariness and why is the enemy coming at us with like, why are we feeling such weariness and heaviness? And 
you know, honestly, it's just because when we're tired, we can't fight. You know, when you're tired or when you're not feeling well, you don't have it in you to fight. And so when you get the thoughts in your mind of, well, I failed today, or I'm a bad mom because I lashed out at my kids, or I'm a bad mom because I forgot that project that they're doing, or I'm a bad wife or a bad spouse because I, you know, flipped out on my on my husband, or I'm a bad friend because I totally forgot this big thing, or I wasn't able to show up the way that I should have showed up when they needed me, or you know, the list just goes on and on and on, even to dumb stuff. If I went to the grocery store and I was supposed to get this one thing and I walked out with everything, but that one thing, and now I got to go back because I got to make dinner and it's pushing everything back. Like, you know, we get upset about the dumbest things sometimes because not because the things are dumb, but because we just are tired and overwhelmed. And then we're just made to feel like, a total failure because that's what he wants. He wants to tear us down and make us feel like we're terrible because if we're tired, we can't fight back and we can't say, actually, no, that's not true. Actually, no, I'm a great mom. I'm a great wife. I'm a great friend. I'm, you know, yeah, I'm not perfect, but, but I'm, I'm not terrible either. (laughs) And, you know, so if he can wear us down and wear us out, he can come at us and, you know, sometimes those are, are little things like getting us to, you know, discourage or not little, but littler things of, you know, making us feel bad for a day or an hour or something. But sometimes it's the really heavy things of, you know, nobody cares about you. Nobody really cares and you don't matter and you're insignificant and all of the things. And when we're so tired and we can't fight back against it, then it's, Every day, he just builds on it and builds on it and builds on it until next thing you know, we're just so defeated and so beat down that it's hard to get back up. And so, you know, that's why he does it. It's not a random thing where he th- he's like, well, we'll just do weariness and heaviness now. No, it's very, it's very planned and purposed because you know, the Bible says that he wants to steal, kill and destroy us. Like that's what he does. And the way that he does it isn't just in the ways that you think he wants to steal our peace. He wants to steal our hope. He wants to steal our joy and our strength. And he wants to destroy that. And he wants to kill our dreams and he wants, you know, all of that. So when you understand the why it kind of explains the how to, um, And so the Bible, I always think that it's about a bigger purpose. It's not just, well, he wants to wear you out so he can, you know, even, even more than that. Like he doesn't want to just wear you out so he can lie to you. It's because he, he's after something greater. And I think right now, I think he's after our joy. I think there's a lot of people walking around who I know and who I love who are so full of joy normally and who I've seen that spark kind of go out just because they're so tired and they don't know how to fight back against it because they're so weary and they're so tired. And so I think it's a fight against our joy. That's And it might be something different for you, but I think a lot of people it's that. Um, But also your peace or your hope or your love, you know, just feeling unloved or whatever. So you know what it is. You know what he's coming at you with. You know the lies that you're believing. I don't. Um, But I do know that for the ones that it's your joy, 
um, I just really want to share something with you. And that is, you know, the, the Bible says that in, in Nehemiah 8.10, it says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, you know, so if he steals your joy, he's got your strength. And um, if he's got your strength, if he steals your strength, then it makes it really hard to fight back against him. And, um, and it's not an easy thing to get back, but the Bible also says um, in Psalm 1611, in his presence is the fullness of joy. And so, um, you know, sometimes it's just getting in his presence. It's just being still enough and quiet enough to get in his presence, you know, to turn on some worship music, or maybe you don't need worship music. Maybe you just need to sit and be still. Maybe you need to go take a drive and you need to go look at the beautiful, um, just artwork outside. You know, I went for a drive this morning and I was looking and it's just gorgeous. Fall is my favorite time of year because the colors are so gorgeous and the leaves are so gorgeous. And the sky is blue and there's white clouds and there's just the leaves are so beautiful. And it's a reminder of God, you're in every detail. You created all of this beauty and you're in every single bit of it, every single detail. And if you're so detailed to plan this beautiful and create this beautiful masterpiece outside, then you're in every detail of my life too. And you're planning out every detail of my life, everything that's unknown every worry, every disappointment, every fear, every step of the unknown that I'm facing, you know, and you put just as much detail, if not more into my life, you know, every, the numbers of hairs on my head, then you know me and you, you know me and you are working things out for me and you are setting into motion things and plans and purposes that you have for me and for my life and for my family and for the people that I love. Um, and also just to get a breath and get some vitamin D because it's just, again, it's so beautiful. So to put yourself out there, I like to, I love nature because it reminds me that God's bigger. You know, I look around and I just think this is the little part of Chillicothe, Ohio, where I am, or if I'm out and about or wherever I am. Um, the other day I was driving down to Portsmouth, Ohio, and I was on 23 and I was just soaking in the beauty of it all and thinking, God, you're so big. You're so big that you've created all of this. And it just is encouraging to me to know that I serve a big, big God that did all of that. And that continues to, to care for me, you know, so sometimes getting in his presence is getting in, in, in nature and just surrounding yourself with what he created and soaking it all in and reminding yourself that he's bigger and he knows and he sees and he cares about you because he's big and he's extravagant, but he's also personal and he cares about every detail of your life. Um, getting in his presence, you know, getting in his word, that's where he speaks. And so, you know, getting in your, in your word and just looking for his promises. You know, I have shared a lot of scripture, uh, today and it's because there's promises in them. There's promises. His word is alive and it's active and you can read one scripture one day and get something out of it and read something the next day and get something totally different out of it because he knows what we stand in need of. And so his word speaks life. And it breathes life into us because it's powerful. 
it's alive and it's active and it's powerful. Um, you know, so whatever it looks like to get in his presence for you, if it's to turn on worship music and, you know, or praise music and just dance it all out or sing it all out or pray it all out or, you know, get in his word or get in nature, or get in whatever, but get in his presence because in his presence is the fullness of joy. And when you get in his presence and he fills you up with that joy, then you've got the joy of the Lord and you're strengthened. And as you're strengthened, you're able to go out and you're able to keep your head lifted high and walk no matter what happens, no matter what, what challenges you face. And, you know, so even in the heaviest of times and even in the, the most exhausting of times, you're still able to have a strength, a supernatural strength, because it's his strength. It's not yours. And he's just so good. And he's just so faithful. So um, I promise every episode of this podcast will not finish with a prayer. <laughs> um, but the last few, I've just really felt like that's how it's supposed to end. And so, I mean, maybe it will, maybe it will just end each one. I don't know, but um, I feel like that's how this one is supposed to end. And so I'm going to pray over you all. I'm going to pray for you all who like me and like the people I love around me and um, people that I've talked to are feeling that heaviness and that weariness um, and just pray that, you know, he would be bigger. So um, God, we thank you. I thank you that even now I'm looking outside the window and it's just gorgeous. It's beautiful. And it's a reminder that you are big and you are extravagant, but you are also personal and you care about every detail of my life and of every single person who's listening to this podcast, their life. And so God, I just pray that whatever they need from you, Lord, that you would be it, that you would meet every need, that you would meet every desire and that you would be with them. I pray that your presence would be near to them, that they would feel you, that they would know that you were there because your word says that you promise not to leave us, not ever, not even for a moment. And so God, I just pray that you would be so near, that you would fill each person as they get in your presence and as they seek your presence and seek your face, that you would fill them um, with joy, that they would find the fullness of joy in your presence and you would fill them with fresh strength. And they would be go, able to go out and face whatever the day holds, that they would wake up each day with a knowing and a confidence that your mercies are new every day and that they would say, yet I dare still to hope because the Lord is faithful and his mercies are new each morning. So God, I just pray that as we go throughout the rest of this week, your mercies would be new each morning and that your faithfulness would just continue to be evident in our lives. Lord, we love you and we thank you and we praise you and we promise to continue to give you all of the glory in every area of our life. In Jesus name. Amen. Have you been able to check out Maggie and me candle company yet? If you have not, you need to run and get these candles. Seriously, they are the best smelling candles. They are soy based, they are hand poured, and they are made with love here in Chillicothe, Ohio. You can get them at High Five Bakery, you can get them at New System Bakery, at Nelly Dog, and you can also get them on their Shopify account. So if you go to maggieandme.shop, you can order them there. 
And guys, listen, this is the best part. For the whole month of October, they are offering 10% off of anybody who uses the code ALANA10. So A-L-A-N-A 10, and you get 10% off your order. So use this month to stock up, get some candles for yourself, for your friends, for Christmas presents, get all of them for all of the things. You will be so pleased, I promise. So hurry up, you have the whole month of October to stock up. Let them know I sent you and use the code ALANA10. Okay, so I know that this episode was a little bit different, um, but I pray that it encouraged you. I pray that it just kind of gave you some truth and some promises and some hope to hold on to for the rest of this week. And I hope and I pray that you have a fantastic rest of the week and that you would find the intentional time, take the intentional time to get in his presence, to soak it all up. And that as you do, you would be, you would find the fullness of joy, that you would be strengthened by his joy and that you would go out with a deeper, more confident resolve um, that you can do anything through him because he is the one who gives you strength. So I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And I look forward to you joining me back here next week on another episode of Pour It Out with Alina Beverly.